0: Hi, my name is Tatiana Neva. I'm an action actress, and professional model, and just a fun person to talk to. I'm here with friend Guzman uh, for Atomic Podcast. Come join us.
1: Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from Delavan, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Efren Guzman. My guest today has been a few years she's been on. I I forgot what year we actually talked, but Tatiana... Neve, right? Am I pronouncing it correct? Neva. Neva, sorry. Neva. 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 I I apologize for that. You was Dektar before, now you're Neva. It's been been how many years?
0: It's been uh, um, well, my name has changed, I think I want to say two years ago. Okay. So it has been obviously before that.
1: Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since we talked. Wow.
0: Yeah, it's been a while, but it's good to be back. Hi. (laughs)
1: Hi, how are you? I mean, like, now, like, we were talking about it before we started recording. Hello is, like, it leads into different things, you know, and a lot of things have changed, you know?
0: It's like when we first started talking, like, before you started rolling a camera, I noticed something really funny about how the conversations tend to start nowadays, because um, I was like, hey, how are you? And you were like, well, you know, I'm adjusting to the new normal. And this is when I just like I start giggling because I couldn't help myself because I was like part of the new normal is the conversations go from like zero to like hundred potentially like within seconds They get like edgy and controversial from hello. How are you? Because then you have to Figure out what are you gonna say to that? How are you? Are you? Are you gonna like really tell people
1: (laughs) I? know and how you doing
0: or (laughs) Or are you gonna go with like the polite version that we used to, that we used to normally go with before this whole craziness happened?
1: I know then you have uh, to you have to explain yourself and then you have to talk about well, you know how you've been lately. Well, I've been quarantined or I've been furlough or I've been doing this or I've been doing that or I've been gaining weight. There's so many things like to that question exactly you know,
0: but exactly, um, yeah, there's so much that is behind that. How are you like a person that's like. <gasps> you
1: know what yep. <laughs> I'm fine it's fine I know um, let me let me you know,
0: ask act- I, saw, I saw a meme online you, I'm sure you saw it it's been going viral for a while it's um, a, a, kind of like, like a cartoon dog sitting in a house that's on fire and the dog is like looking all like puzzled and confused and it's sitting like in the middle of the house at the table on a little like stool like a little chair and there's like burning house everywhere everything is on fire and the house and and the dog is like i'm fine this is fine (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like this is like most of us are like we are just like this is fine you know and the house is on fire burning down um but yeah another thing like one thing that was positive about this whole situation you know what it is
1: what it was what was it
0: you discovered that everybody has really beautiful eyes.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, you know what? You're absolutely right. And the thing is, you know everything what? everything <laughs> else is covered all of a sudden. Yep.
0: People are complimenting each other on their eyes a lot, you know? Like, sometimes I'm standing in a long line. Never thought I would experience that to, like, Whole Foods, for example. Yeah. And uh, the other day I was standing there with my friend, and there were, like, people behind us. And, of course, everybody wearing masks, right? So. Mm-hmm. We turned around uh, to talk to people behind us because they had the cutest puppy in the world. And suddenly those guys are like, you have very beautiful eyes. I'm like, you know what? During the <laughs> pandemic, everybody kind of has really beautiful eyes.
1: <laughs> you know what? Besides beautiful eyes, they have long hair too and long eyebrows and long everything because, you know, there's no stylus at that time You know when it first happened.
0: <laughs> right? Like, we yeah. were... we're like, but they didn't know that because, yeah. of course, everything else is covered. Yeah. But the eyes, the windows of the soul, are still available. That's that's our last resort. You know, like our our you know secret haven. I'm 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 sure it's gonna get covered by goggles eventually. There's gonna be some kind of a law that's gonna tell us to cover the eyes as yeah. well, because yeah. they're so beautiful. They will take it from us.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't. I think everybody's costume should be ninja outfits because you know it covers the mask I and eyes. I would
0: just <laughs> feel like one.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: seriously i feel either like a ninja like uh depending on what i'm wearing i feel either like a ninja or like a belly dancer yeah. or like i'm about to rob a bank <laughs> oh sometimes as a surgeon like a brain surgeon so like i, I literally want to like full on uh, depending on what kind of mask i'm
1: wearing let me just say a brain surgeon with perfect eyebrows perfect eyebrows i'm slick <laughs> i see up there you go eyebrows i'm up <laughs>
0: Just in case if the patient is not fully asleep, they open their eyes. Yeah. Something for them to see, you know, like to 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 remember me by while I'm operating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, um. How's 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 your psyche been like dealing with quarantine? Like, are you been all right mentally? Like, you've been okay?
0: Uh, it's been a challenging time. I'm not gonna lie, because when this whole thing first started. Nobody knew what's really happening and I've seen enough movies about zombie apocalypse to know better, okay? (laughs) So I wasn't sure how bad it is what's going on out there. So when it first started I Stocked up on food for long enough To stay at home and not leave for a while at all. I wanted to see where is this going? I needed to understand how bad is it? How quickly is it going to advance? You know, like to kind of figure out the plan of action. Mm -hmm. And so I stayed at home for three weeks without leaving whatsoever.
1: What? Wow. And what
0: happens? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Tell me about it. And especially, you know, like for me, I'm a, I mean, I am a weird kind of a combination of extroverted and introverted and a lot of people don't realize it because when i'm with people i'm totally extroverted Mm -hmm. so and that's the only time that people see me i I never go into my like introverted mode almost never uh when i'm surrounded by people i am very social Mm -hmm. but what people don't realize is that i um What, what
1: hello
0: yeah i'm here yeah uh but what people don't realize is that after i go and i socialize i go back to my bat cave (laughs) (laughs) you know and um this is where you see if you were there (laughs) the only person who sees me like that is my guardian angel Mm -hmm. um if you were there you would see that I am actually very comfortable being alone for extended periods of time. It's crazy. I don't feel alone. I never feel like I'm alone. I feel, you know, very much one with the universe. I I feel, you know, like God's presence. I I, I never feel lonely. Like I can be alone in my apartment for long periods of time. Even if I wouldn't have access to internet, you know, like I would be fine just like on my own, with books, you know, like, as long as I have my imagination, I guess, like, yeah. uh, something is always there for me to do, to imagine, to think, you know, like, I'm not bored,
1: oh, you is always what I'm
0: saying, like, I, I'm i okay with my own company.
1: Oh. Are you always comfortable in being to yourself, being alone, like, you're always comfortable with that?
0: I do like spending time with people, like, like I said, like, when I'm out with people, I'm very social, I... Like some some people, okay, so I think the main difference between, I guess, introverts and extroverts is extroverts, like legit extroverts, like real extroverts, like 100% um, if if there is such a thing. um, They charge when they communicate with people. They charge their battery from communication with people. Introverts, they spend energy when they talk to people and then they need to go and recharge. Mm-hmm. You know, so and re- and they recharge by being alone; they replenish their you know um energy when they 're alone. I do it both ways. I spend and recharge at the same time when i 'm being with people, and I spend and recharge when i 'm being alone, so to me it really doesn 't make any difference. I kind of just want to have access to both opportunities. I can be surrounded by people for extended periods of time because you know of the nature of my work um Sometimes you know like I would do a convention, for example. A convention is usually you know like f- four days. I am completely surrounded by people, plus travel, plus whatever, whatever. So we're talking about like a week of extensive experience, of uh, like massive presence of many other people. Because like at the conventions, like you, I I, shake, I shook so many hands that was before we had to like extensively sanitize. Yeah. <laughs> And keep social distancing and stuff, you know. Yeah. Before things got crazy, unfortunately, no more conventions and this year. Even uh, the San Diego Comic Con was canceled. So I know I'm, I'm, I'm probably striking the chord for a lot of people right now. <laughs> probably some, some tears are shedding as I say these words. <laughs> Um, but you know, like back back in the days before this craziness started, like I would spend a lot of time with big crews or you know like on set or um meeting people at conventions, and we're talking about like meeting hundreds of people, mm-hmm. And talking with them and yes it does eventually tire you out uh, because any activity will eventually but I was pretty comfortable with that there are some people who actually wouldn't even know like they're in this industry and they're public people but they get anxiety from meeting other people and being around people I was blessed because I don't get anxiety from you know being around people and I don't get anxiety from being alone so I'm pretty comfortable, I'm pretty well, uh, I would say, equipped for the end of the world.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm ready for the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> I got my snacks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the The Boys, season two, I just found out from you. Yes. It came out. Yes. Thank you, by the way, for telling me that. Like right when I was supposed to go to sleep.
1: Yeah. Oh, who? It's my fault. Guess, guess
0: who started watching the first episode? You, yes, me. Yes. That's right. <laughs> You know, because I'm a responsible human being. I knew I couldn't just leave them hanging.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I needed to be there for them. The boys needed me.
1: Yeah. You see, that's awesome you know? because you could watch you could watch something so late at night and get up so early to do this with me. This is so amazing. Like you're so punctual and you're and you you could you could go on little sleep and still rock it. You could still do it.
0: Um. Okay. So sometimes. Like, when I'm filming... I get so, like, I work out so many details, and I have to, like, go over my lines, or over my fight choreography, or whatever, whatever. Like I get, like, so, like, uh, because, I mean, I've been not only acting, I've also been producing, so I'm very hands-on. I'm very, like, you know, like, everything needs to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Did I think of everything? Did the, you know, like, is there anything else that's needed for this production that could enhance it? You know, like, am I forgetting something? So, I ended up uh a lot of times right before i need to film all day and my job is like physical because most of the time it's action right so Mm -hmm. right before i have to film all day and film action starting early in the morning sometimes a cold time will be like six in the morning right yeah and i know we're gonna go way past it's gonna get dark so like it's a 12 hour day at the least um I'm not necessarily going to be moving this whole entire time because there's other actors, there's like, you know, uh, lunch breaks and stuff like that, you know, like, so like, it's going to be, but I'm going to be awake all this time and I'm going to be moving a good amount of it. And when I say moving, I'm talking about action film, fighting, running, you know, rolling, shooting, you know, like stuff like that. It takes a lot of energy. And at some point I realized that if I go to sleep now, I have one hour. I can wow. sleep for one hour, and then I have to get up because it takes a while for like for guys. Oh, you don't realize how blessed you are. You just roll out of bed <laughs>
1: yeah. and you're
0: ready. Yeah. You know, you maybe if you if you if you are kind to society to the society, you will maybe brush your hair. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't care that day,
1: <laughs> yeah. you're ready. Yeah. Or if you're like bald you and know? just put so, on a hat. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> yep, I know. Yeah, you
0: just put, the, put that hat on and you're good to go. Um, like, for me, especially on the day when I'm filming, um, on a regular day I can go without makeup, but on the day when I'm filming, I have to, you know, make myself presentable, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it takes a little bit of time, you know, like I have a certain routine in the morning, so I literally sometimes, like, thinking to myself, like, I have less than an hour to sleep. Yeah, if I'm going to go to sleep right now, there is a chance that I'm so tired and I'm going to go into deep sleep because like, that's about the time when you're in deep sleep when I have to wake up. And that's the time when it's the hardest to wake up. And it's not uncommon for people to sleep through their alarms. Yeah. And so I sometimes decided not to go to sleep at all. Wow. And I would show up on set completely delirious. And I was like, people are going to think that I'm high. And I'm the <laughs> soberest person I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is what is what is your routine, though, when you normally get up? Like, what routine do you have?
0: Well, I, I when I get up in the morning, I actually kind of am slow in the morning. Okay. Because I'm not, like, completely fully, like, up and running yet. My My first thing that I do, I have a glass of water that I leave for myself. Um, overnight by like on a nightstand like next to my bed so Mm -hmm. first very first thing that I do is I drink that glass of water because it's a misconception that it's coffee that you need in the morning no you don't need coffee you're dehydrated already coffee Mm -hmm. dehydrates more you you've been sleeping all night long you spend like like however many eight hours or something not consuming any water whatsoever so your body used up whatever it had. Mm-hmm. So the best thing you can do for yourself when you wake up is drink that glass of water. Mm-hmm. Then uh, it depends on how disciplined I am at the time. I go through like periods of time when I wake up and I remember what I what dream I saw. So I, I used to have like a dream journal. So I would journal in that dream journal, you know, I tried gratitude journal. It's interesting, you know, like, you, just kind of like, or morning pages, you know, like stuff like that. Like you wake up and you basically just like write um, down whatever the thought process is, um, like whatever stuff is on your mind, um, which is an interesting practice. Especially like gratitude journal. Uh, In the morning and in the night, you just like write things that come to mind that you're grateful for. What it does in the morning, it sets your mood for the day. Because when you focus on the things that you're grateful for, guess what? You are in a good mood because you feel like a winner. Mm -hmm. You are focusing on the things you do have. You're focusing on your strengths. You know that to get those things that you're grateful for, you have to be awesome at some point. So it gives you this like boost of, you know, like energy where you feel powerful and you feel excited and you feel like you want more cause you feel accomplished right away. Yeah. You haven't even done anything yet and you already feel accomplished. That's a good start. That's like your brain produces hormones to support that mood. So you start your day in that condition of like winning condition, you know, Yeah. Wow. and that kind of sets the mood for it at night. What it does, when you say, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for that, it relaxes you, it reminds you of the things that you have that are good, it reminds you that this day was good, and you go to sleep with more of a peaceful predisposition, mm-hmm. like you're not stressed out, you, 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 you feel safer when Mm -hmm. you go to bed, so you sleep better. Mm -hmm. So it's a good practice to remind yourself what you're grateful for It can be anything. You can be grateful for the fact that um, you're still alive, you can be grateful for the fact that you have like, uh, family in your life, you know, like a specific person You can be grateful for what you did that day, you can be grateful for, I don't know, the yummy food that you ate. Yeah. You know, it can be anything. Even if it's the smallest thing, it will still have the effect. The moment that you proclaim gratitude for anything, big or small, doesn't matter, the effect is still there. Wow. It's amazing. So, like, I used to to do that, but then I kind of, like, sometimes I do this for a while, and then I kind of fall off the wagon, and then I do it again, and I, you know, like, forget about it again. Yeah. So I go through, like, stages when I'm, like, super like focused on those things and then I kind of like get off track because I start filming and then I focus on that you know like and and then everything else kind of gets a little bit you know to the background you know kind of like like I'll I'll get I'll, I'll deal with the rest of life later you know I need to focus on this right now I'm filming something I'm on I'm working on a project all my focus goes to the project and getting it done the right way you know so like this becomes my priority um then of course you know the normal um if it's a day when i have stuff to do it's one routine it's like get up take a shower you know like brush your teeth brush your hair you know like get your get your stuff together um breakfast is the last thing that i do in my routine because while it's the most important meal of the day, it's important to do intermittent fasting. I don't know if you heard about that. If you haven't, I highly recommend for everybody to look into it. Mm-hmm. It's good to go fasting. Some people go for as long as 20 hours. They only eat four hours in one day. That's the only window that they eat because when you do it that way, like your body goes like in what it's called, I think it's called, ketosis I'm not sure actually I forgot but basically it's the process where it releases whatever the uh, harmful toxins and stuff like that that it stores so it literally is uh, purifying itself you know like during that time so that's a good practice like health wise and saves a lot of uh, time as well and you actually feel fine like that like you would think that you would feel hungry no not really like you get used to it yeah um Um, at first it can be a little uncomfortable so like i would say work toward it like extend periods of time when you go without food uh little by little don't like just jump in you know head first (laughs) (laughs)
1: like
0: definitely give yourself time um yeah but like if for example i don't have anything going on and i can be lazy for a little bit Then uh, after somebody told me that the second says uh, second season of The Boys is out there, (laughs) like you you best believe it. If I didn't finish watching last night because I fell asleep irresponsibly, um, I will finish what I started in the morning.
1: Yeah, like
0: you best believe it. Like I'm a responsible person when it comes to watching the shows that I like. Yeah, I stick with it, you know? And that's why I watched so many shows.
1: Yeah, I know. I just want
0: everyone to remember that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the thing, though. I think a lot of people, especially who were on furloughed or who were quarantined for a while, all they had to do was, like... either watch television binge watch shows that you never normally wouldn't watch or you would just write things down or take walks like how did you manage because the gyms was closed and i know you keep your body in shape like how did you manage to work out did you do like yoga at your house or you have machines at your house like how do you work out
0: no surprisingly i'm not one of those people who came out of the quarantine with like an eight pack (laughs) (laughs) i was I was doing the opposite. I was like, all right, so um i did not I did not work out much during the quarantine. I don't know i i I'm gonna be honest with you. I was a little bit depressed during that time um really? and part of the reason is because when I went into quarantine right on the beginning of the quarantine, I came across a documentary that was talking about I don't even remember, remember how I found it mm-hmm. document. I think it was called 12 monkeys, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, 12 monkey documentary. And uh, that documentary was filmed away before this cold situation started. It was like, I think from like, a few years ago. And they nailed everything that that started, they predicted that there's gonna be several waves of it. You know, they they basically, and we already experienced the second wave, you know, they basically were breaking down the whole, like, situation, how it works, why do they do it, and, you know, like, and what's the agenda, and blah, 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 like, I mean, obviously, um, a lot of it is, like, kind of like trying to figure stuff out but like they, they've been using like facts that they collected over the years and stuff so of course i watched that stuff and i just went right into the rabbit hole because like when, when there's one there's another mm-hmm. and then you start talking to people about it and they're like oh my god yes i've seen it or like oh i haven't seen it, but i've seen this and they start sending you stuff and then somebody sent me a documentary series that's called fall of the cabal Mm. and that one is a really hard one to watch. Yeah.
1: Um
0: it's like 10 episodes. Last two episodes were kind of like uh sci-fi stuff. You know, I don't know. I didn't I did not I wasn't sure how I felt about those cuz like they kind of like pushed my and I'm a very open-minded person. I'm a mm. very very open-minded person because I believe that there's only there there are limits to how much we can physically perceive as humans, you know, like just mentally, how much we can wrap our minds around because like there's limits to, to like what we can mentally, physically, uh, digest, right. Mm -hmm. And process. Um, and before we even reach those limits, there are limits to how much we've been conditioned to process. Mm -hmm. So we're not even using our full capacity. So we are pretty limited when it comes to physical realm and mental realm. Um, However, spiritually, we are vast and we're limitless. And so keeping that in mind, I always leave room for what if it's true? What if it's true, I just don't know about it. Because somewhere out there, there is an ant running on a little trail in a forest that does not even know that I exist. (laughs) And that I'm talking to you about him right now. Mm. And yet, he is our subject for a few seconds, okay? <laughs> yeah. So I could be that ant for all I care where I have no clue what's going on in the world because I'm busy with my own, uh, you know, like little life, which in my case is not little to me. It's a normal-sized life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? So to me, it's everything that I know and everything is a pretty big number right yep. it's pretty significant for for a person to perceive and so i always leave room for like when people say like there's no aliens i'm like are you kidding me no <laughs> yep. like we are just one little speck in this endless vast universe just the part that we can see is enormous Just the part that we know of. And we know that it doesn't stop there. Like, there's a lot more. We just can't reach that far. So we're guessing. We can't even, like, put the number on it because the biggest that I know of is trillions. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I don't know what's after that. And it's way more than that. Mm -hmm. So are we talking about the fact that there's, like, that much stuff out there and out of all of that we are the only intelligence <laughs> in everything that exists i'm like mm-hmm. how big is your ego if you think so like if you th- do you really think that you're the only form of intelligence life intelligent life in the, all this vast limitless space with all those planets, like, I'm sure there's probably living conditions on other planets. And there's probably other forms of life. Yeah. Like, on some planets, they could be filled with crystals crystals is actually considered being like a living beings.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, like, some people don't know it, but crystals are considered to be living beings, like that can store information and process information and even project information. Uh, so I'm like, just because we are not aware of something, it doesn't mean that it's impossible, you know? So when people talk about that like, time does not exist, there's tra- time travel. Uh, never experienced time travel, but I did experience uh, moments when I saw something that happened to someone else in the past. I just had a f- vision of it wow. in my mind, and I would describe it to a person, and I would be like, that actually happened. Or I saw something that was happening to me in the future. And after I started, like, looking into those, you know, um, time theories about time does not exist, everything exists at the same time. So, you know, like, when you highlight a specific timeline, you know, like, you can see what's happening down that timeline in the future. And everything is frequency, you know, like, so whenever you're vibrating with a specific frequency, you are aligning yourself with this or that timeline. It's just like driving a car. Whenever you make a decision to go to the left, you end up on one road, uh, go to the right, you end up on another, keep going straight, and you know, like you you end up on a different location. So if we consider all of that, then we must leave room for a possibility that maybe, just maybe, it's possible. I don't know how. I don't know how it works, obviously or if it does. I don't know if it exists. But I cannot allow myself to say it doesn't. Yeah. You cannot, like, we, we don't have the luxury of saying it's impossible. Because that's not how Nikola Tesla made all of his inventions. He never thought that it was impossible. He was asking what if
1: mm-hmm. right
0: if he didn't ask what if back then, we wouldn't even live in the world that we live in right now. Because that world was largely shaped by that man.
1: Yeah. You believe in the you think about it. Do you believe in the Mandela effect where people talk about?
0: See, that's a that's a great example of um it's hard for me to wrap my mind around it, okay? Yeah. It's really hard for me to wrap my mind around it because while I believe in changing the future timelines, it's hard for me to imagine changing the past. Oh, okay. Because the past, like for me, is like more set in stone kind of situation. I'm so used to, um, conditioned to think of it as something that has already happened, and we own it. You know, that is a timeline. That it's almost like when you're um, connecting the dots; those dots have already been connected. There's literally a line on a piece of paper you know like on a sheet of paper that connects those dots you know like what dots you're going to connect in the future is up to you but the ones in the past are set it's like it's how i'm used to perceiving it so for me and, and i i'm sure our viewers are wondering like what's the mandela effect mandela effect basically is a theory that when something happens you know like some event happens that changes like shifts us from one timeline to another um, that it changes whatever like the stuff that happened in the past to the point in that um, and some people claim that there's a proof to it like that uh, I heard stuff like about like planes like that engines used to be here and now they're here and I'm like if if that's the case then why do we have the memory and the knowledge of how it used to be mm-hmm And why there are people who don't remember it like that? Why there? Why are there people who are like, no, this is how it always has been? I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. I have no idea. I heard about it. I'm gonna leave it a little percentage of like maybe it's true. Yeah. But for me, just like it's, it's a little hard to wrap my mind around
1: it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to comprehend, like, a certain song lyric changes or certain movie phrases. You're like, they didn't say that in the movie, but then, when you look it up, it's actually said. Like, I don't know, like, it's hard for me to explain that, because I'm, like, I think the, we are the champions of the world, like, when you hear a Queen song, and then yeah. and it goes, we are the champions of the world, and then that part doesn't, it doesn't, like, you didn't hear that part, and then it's like, when you hear it, you're like, oh my god, I don't remember me hearing that part that way. So, it's like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's like... you. It, it
0: is. Um, unless there is a movie that you had since you were a kid, uh, recorded on something, like a um, CD or whatever, like a tape or something, uh-huh. where there is no way that it could have been altered. And you've seen it, like, hundreds of times, and you know it, like, by heart, right? Yeah. Unless that is where it changed suddenly... And mm-hmm. you know it was different because you've seen a hundred times one way, and then all of a sudden, you see it a hundred and first time, and it's different. Yeah. Then I would suspect something. If you see something online where people are like showing you pictures, yeah, you know, like this is the before and this is the after. I'm like, well, if that's the case, then wh- how come you have two sets?
1: Yeah. Yeah. True.
0: If it changed for everything, for everybody, everywhere, wouldn't we even be lacking? the set of the pictures of the way it was like if if the whole timeline changed why would we have the example of how it used to be yeah
1: there's another one yeah there's another one they were saying that people thought nelson mandela died but nelson mandela was in prison but there's people thought like oh my god i heard that he actually died and there's people that was like no he was in prison but people remember it that he died so it's like it's kind of hard to explain because why how would they get that he died When he was actually in prison. But some people swear that he died. It's just crazy.
0: What if... What if... uh, With everything that's being put in our air... Through the chemtrails... And Mm -hmm. everything that's being put in our water... All the fluoride that is on our water... and All the chemicals... All kinds of stuff... We're consuming stuff... uh, Dangerous substances with our foods... If If you eat processed foods... Like, one day, just turn around that box, like, a can of soda, like, read the ingredients and research every single one of them and see how many of them are leading to serious health conditions. Yeah. Um, What if with all the poisoning that is, like, systematically happening to us on daily basis, even to the healthiest of us, I mean, I I lead somewhat of a healthy lifestyle, I want to say, like, compared to an average person. Yeah, You know, and even so, like, I, I'm i not, like, a bright example of completely healthy living, you know, like, I'm just above average, but the average is so low that, like, what I'm doing should be average, you know, That's, that should be average, and I know people who do even better, right, and still we get poisoned uh-huh. all the time, okay, so what if... All of those things are actually affecting our body
1: on a chemical level. Hmm, Yeah, our our mental capacity. And when I say what if, like it's not even a what if kind of question because
0: you know they do. Any chemical substance that you come in contact with affects your health, affects your body, affects your brain, affects your blood, all of your organs, Mm -hmm. every single one of them. Because it's in a chemical reaction with who you are is a chemical being. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like you are also a chemical being. You know, your brain uh, is capable of creating multitude, vast variety of all kinds of different hormones, substances, chemicals to support your every mood, to support your every action. You want to run? It gives you hormones for that. You're scared? It gives you hormones for that. You're happy? It gives you hormones for that. Like you're sad, depressed. How do people become chronically depressed? They they stay depressed for a while. They dwell on it, and their chemical, um, the basically like their chemical, uh, state of their body changes to the point where they get literally addicted to their own hormones, to their own substances. Mm-hmm. This is a like it's like being addicted to narcotics or cigarette or alcohol like it just those substances don't come from without they come from within mm-hmm. like we create them so you can get addicted to those things that's why I tell people choose war choose your addictions you will you will get addicted that's how we work like as, as physical beings that's our survival mechanism but my point is basically and I'm digressing apologies mm-hmm. uh, my point is basically what if after being affected by all those things our brain Starts to kind of like glitch a little bit and like sometimes you can forget where you put the keys You're like, I just had them in my hand. Yeah, like three minutes ago. I need to leave my apartment now Where are my keys? How is it possible or like your phone? You will literally put it somewhere and like you're thinking about something else and then you're like wait a minute It was right here and then Mm. you're like looking for it for like another like 10 minutes. I don't know you know, so what if Mandela effect is Similar kind of thing that we're experiencing on a very massive uh, level, and um, and a lot of people choose to believe in it, and a lot of people actually are experiencing it. Like they actually could swear that this was said in that movie, or like that was done uh, this way. You know, yeah. but it could be it could be that we're just tripping. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mentally tripping, yeah. As, sim- <laughs> as simple
0: as that, you know. Like you can like just. Die- you know like doubt yourself like doubt your memories you know like um we also can be gaslighted there are yeah. people out there that put out uh, false information to confuse people why is it done mm-hmm. because we live in the age of information mm-hmm. if all of that information were true people would like start catching catching up with a lot of stuff catching on i mean catching on with a lot of stuff that has been going on in history for ages, for ages. And the reason why we're being gaslighted on an informative basis is um, so that we don't know what to believe. Because even though you will get some of the information that is true, but you will not know whether it is or it isn't, you will doubt it. You need your decision. That's that's actually part of the reason why men and women are... um, built a little bit differently on the physical level because men uh, but for generations were what protectors providers hunters uh-huh. builders right yeah. so part of part of you being a man is like you had to be what decisive so what hormone helps men focus on be decisive testosterone yeah which was abundant in the man's body, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And the woman woman did not experience as much of that because a woman's job was different. You know, like she's a different being. She is the one, she is his safe haven. She is connecting him with the divine. She helps, she's his soul. He's feeling his heart. You know, that's why he's protecting her because he feels through her, you know, and this is where he can feel, you know, with her. Uh, out there, he cannot be this sensitive you know like he has to be decisive so um, when uh, you're decisive you do what you are becoming proactive Mm -hmm. you take action Mm -hmm. and when you're being indecisive you what? you don't you don't take action and if you don't take action you miss out on opportunities and nothing really happens so the easiest thing to do is to put out, like, okay, so the truth is out there. And what you do is, like, you put, like, 7, 9, 15,000 other truths for people to go through. And so they will not even know which one to believe in.
1: Yeah, cause somebody... It's confusing. Yeah. yeah, you get so many different informations out there now. You have, like, tests now where... Um... You know, like you could take women can take testosterone just like men can take more testosterone and it just makes them different and that changes the whole body physiology, you know, with people taking different kind of medications or hormones and whatnot, it changes your whole chemistry in your body. So there's like so many different things people do to alter their body as well, too. You know, like you said, everything has uh, a, every yeah. everything has a side effect, like you said, everything has a side effect. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so my point is basically that uh, We are being gaslighted with um, The abundance of the information we live in the age of information Mm -hmm. and misinformation
1: (laughs) Yep, that is so true
0: (laughs) at the same time and to find something that is true and is real and is reliable It's gonna take you so much time by the time that you find it you're exhausted. Yeah, so even if it's something that you need to take action on you' probably are too tired at this point to do anything, and you're not even sure if you're correct,
1: yeah. And a lot of things also is doing your own research because the media will tell you one thing or you see something that will tell you one thing. But then when you look about it, you read about it, you find out it's not actually what it is. You know, you know, sometimes it's all about the consumer. It's the media tells you this is what needs to be done or you have to do this or if you need this, you have to be like this. And sometimes it's wrong. You know, know, the
0: best thing that you can do for yourself probably is. If not completely stop watching the news uh, then at least um, watch it with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. like you need to like like you can watch it just to understand what narrative is being offered to you right now Is being pitched to you right now but all never watch this one uh, you know, like, source, because always watch their competition as well, yeah. and kind of, like, try to see, like, what's in the middle, what's in between, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because, like, you will still not see the complete pure truth, but you will at least see some of the lies, Yeah, you know? They, they start becoming a little bit more apparent when you get, like, different perspectives, <laughs> and that's what I like to do, but I actually don't like watching the news because I discovered a long time ago that the news channels, all of them, absolutely all of them, they are owned by specific people with specific agendas. Mm-hmm. And so they're not about telling us the actual news they're about. And, and I, and I was fortunate enough to meet some very high, you know, like uh, high ranking people in the world, like globally, yeah. um, where I knew that the news were saying one thing mm-hmm. and firsthand I got information from people who knew what happened it was different
1: yeah it, okay yeah so
0: I, I long time ago I realized that news are not true not accurate I mean there's probably going to be some truth there because you can, like you cannot sell complete 100% lie people are not gonna buy into it it needs to be believable so it's you know carefully crafted to you know like for the people to be willingly accepting of it and so that's that's where the danger is is if you're going to listen to it it will cause a reaction because you're still receiving information and you know like a lot of it is going to be triggering you and your normal bodily function is to get triggered it's mm-hmm. actually a good thing that we do get triggered by stuff because this is what our survival is based upon. Yeah. Those are our survival uh, mechanisms kicking in. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it will control your uh, vibrations. It will control your mood. It will control like your um, uh, physical state and mental state. And uh, that's why I just kind of stay away from it and I'm very selective in the information that I find out there. I think the future is not behind news. The future is behind people find, like, independently finding out information and sharing it between each other. And I don't think it's going to be done through the portals that we know of right now because we kind of like got condensed in those like Instagram, Facebook, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. Twitter um, accounts. However, what I'm beginning to realize is that there's a huge demand right now for an independent um, social like a great like a network where people can share stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Without being censored without being bullied without being manipulated gaslighted and, th- and so on and so forth um, Where they can just like share their own side because I use like, Instagram and Facebook They all used to be that portal for us that outlet for us but I've noticed big changes within the last few years maybe like we're only year four I think right now, when I st- since I start noticing those things, stuff gets censored. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Like
0: if you if you think about it, it's it's, it's unbelievable that we have uh, Bill Gates, who is uh, who has no medical education whatsoever, who can be openly like making uh, serious statements about medical conditions, about like uh, you know, and uh, about like how we should go about this and that. Like that's not his uh, area of expertise. So he's talking about it and those videos are still out there. And then you have doctors come out and saying stuff that doesn't match the official narrative. And that stuff gets taken down and censored. I'm like, wait a minute. If you're gonna leave this guy for everyone to see, why are you removing the other guys? Like, I mean, they're actual doctors. Uh
1: You're absolutely you absolutely right. You know, yeah. talking
0: about talking about matters of health. Why why are you removing them? You know, like so the censorship right now is really severe, and I am very uh, uncomfortable with it because I mean, freedoms of speech, human rights, all that stuff, kind of important.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, kind of important. Uh, we live in what is called, especially in our country, like we live in the, it's the land of the free and the home of the brave, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, is that is that still a thing?
1: <laughs> yeah, like pretty. M- I didn't yeah. get
0: the memo. Like, are we are we still are we still the land of the free and the home of the brave? Like, because I I would like an update.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Like people people literally changed their lives. They came all the way here across the ocean to live here because of that. Mm-hmm. because they wanted to live uh, in a free country country of opportunity you know yeah. um where where human rights are protected yeah and and right now I'm like people are being silenced and quieted mm-hmm. and, and I'm like that that is that is not cool yeah. we should have we should have a freedom of opinion we should still have a freedom of speech yeah you know and uh, when the, when everybody is getting you know shut down like they're their whole entire channels again being shut down some people like that's what they do for a living like but like right now i guess uh, among other disasters like i mean so many businesses got closed
1: yes yes a lot of businesses a lot of mom and pop shops movie theaters everything just like just about like people who had stores for like 30 40 years who had to close business because they couldn't afford to pay the rent there's so many things that closed all of the
0: of almost all of the privately held businesses uh maybe people who uh, you know like managed to get rich you know like so that they can hold it over you know like long enough to, to sustain themselves long enough uh or were able to have like a little bit of financial wiggle room for like switching their operations quickly uh to a different model like taking their operations online to Amazon or whatever. But most of the businesses got closed. But what kind of businesses got closed? Mostly we're talking about the privately owned businesses. So what we are witnessing right now is a global monopolization because um big, you know, like um chains Big corporations are actually thriving right now because they have become the only source for people to shop at. Mm
1: -hmm. You're right.
0: You know, and, and and that's pretty dangerous because we are losing our middle class. I've never seen as many homeless people out there as I do now. Like, there used to be, you know, like, we we have this place in uh, Los Angeles that's called Skid Row. It's in downtown Los Angeles. This is where a lot of homeless people were. I used to go there to um, the Los Angeles mission to feed the homeless people and do some charity work and stuff. And uh, this was the place where they were, like, kind of, like, concentrated, right? There would be, like, some here and there right now. There's so many tents just standing outside on the streets. There's whole cities within the cities that are being, you know, erected by those people who lost their homes with doing this pandemic. So we're talking about flattening the curve, you know, like all the deaths from from the virus. Mm -hmm. Well, what about the people that committed the suicide because they just lost their entire, you know, life savings their, their their businesses they got in debt they got kicked out of their apartments and they just couldn't handle it yeah well we're we gonna count those those lives that were already taken this is not a matter of them maybe dying in the future those people are already gone yeah you know but you know i, I feel like our conversation got a little dark here
1: no 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 it's totally fine <laughs> that's,
0: that's Let's get
1: back into the sunshine, I guess. No, no, no. It's totally um, it's, no. It's it's totally fine because you're right. Because stuff like that, you don't really hear about. You hear about people who who are like celebrities who got COVID, or you know, you hear about, but you don't hear about the little person because those, those those news like that is not really shined upon that because you know, to to society, oh, they're nobodies, they're whatever, you know. But we are all we we are all one people, Like, we're all not in the limelight like that. We all a lot of people. Exactly. Or minimum wage. You
0: know? Nobody is a nobody. Everybody is yeah. a somebody. Yeah. Everybody is a person, and everybody is important. Yes. Every single person, everybody who's alive, mm-hmm. among the living, is important. You know, and it's it just it's astonishing to me to see how it's moving in that direction. Yeah. And I heard recently, somebody sent me a a link to an article that was talking about the fact that Uber and Lyft are going to be either closed down or modified or something's going to happen to Uber and Lyft, basically. Wow. Like, that the government is planning to, you know, um, do something about those organizations. I'm like, okay. Let me get it straight you just caused like millions of people lose their jobs uh, Those uh, first of all let, let's let's just let's just solve for a second about the fact that the Stimulus checks and uh, government support Like yeah, that's nice. Thank you. But first of all It's not enough to support a household of one person Even one person, because it's not even enough to cover any rent in Los Angeles. I don't know where you would have to live so that that check would be enough to cover your rent and your bills and your car and your insurance and your health insurance. And your uh, if you have any medical bills, God forbid, um, if you uh, like, okay, uh, gas, grocery shopping, like What are we talking about those checks that the government sent to people? They're not even enough to cover all those things that you need to cover in order to keep living
1: Yeah.
0: Now what makes it worse is that not everybody actually got it. Did you know that they did it almost like, uh, almost like it was like a lottery. People were submitting and, uh, they were getting, um, uh, like a message back saying that uh, we'll see what we can do, basically. <laughs> like, oh. like you're now in the pool of all uh, those other people. Like, I know people who submitted several times. Yeah. Several times they submitted for it because, like, they they didn't have another choice. Okay, and still didn't get it because oh. it's basically random selection. Well,
1: yeah, so God.
0: what does it tell you? It tells you that only a portion of the people. Who need that desperately for their survival will get that help yeah okay and what else? what is the other people to do so a lot of them were like looking into uber and lyft as a as the only opportunity for them to put some food on the table you know like to, that was like the only like side hustle that was available to everybody and as much needed for a lot of people yeah and And if they're going to close it down now, the the worst time for this could not be imagined. Like they didn't do it before, like five years ago, three years ago, one year ago. Now, during the pandemic, when people are like, basically on the brink of starvation, and they need that side hustle to stay afloat. Now you're gonna close it? Yeah. Like, don't tell me that you don't know that people are struggling. People are struggling. You know it. So why would you close it right now when they need it the most? Even if you're planning to, like, uh, close it or modify it, do it later. Wait until the crisis has passed and everybody's back on their feet. Why now? Why do you, you know, why are you gonna like take that last? You know, leg of this one-legged chair that people are trying to balance on. <laughs> yeah, true. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I, I, I don't get it, and I get it at the same time. I understand because, uh-huh. like, I do believe that none of the things that are happening are random. It really feels like, um, you know, something, something's happening. Some pattern is being revealed. You know, like. It just there's a certain rhythm to it you know i i uh, i'm pretty good with patterns and the rhythms like if you're a musician if you're a martial artist or if you're an artist you like uh and i'm, I'm all of those things um you will you will always recognize when there's a pattern you will always feel like oh yeah i know this you like i can see what's going on and i i understand this outlining i i know i see what it looks like you know like you you pay attention to those things. And, uh, there's definitely a pattern right now and the rhythm to what's happening. Yeah. Like to the point, to the point where you, you can almost see where it's going,
1: you yeah. know,
0: like, of course it's hard to predict anything because like I said, we're living in the age of information and misinformation and, and there's a lot more misinformation out there. You have to like, like in this, uh, old saying, um, to become wise in life you only have to read 12 books mm. but to read those 12 books you need to look through the thousands of books yeah so you can one can spend a lifetime looking for this that's why it's so important to share our finds with each other you know like to share the information that we find to help each other find the, the good stuff right away when you found something good like you found a little piece of gold share it share it with everybody else because we are all washing the pebbles in the dirty river you know so we we all need that that you know that information like those little bits and pieces you know so that's that's why i'm happy that we at least have an opportunity to still communicate with each other Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, let's let's hope that that lasts
1: (laughs) yeah and communication is key and then you know everything that's going on with our political climate and social distancing and like civil unrest in our country there's like so many different things that are going on in the world besides you know like everything, COVID, everything is happening all at the same time, and I don't know. the The world has changed so much. You know, I'm 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 44 years old, and there's so many things that I've seen in my lifetime. Like there's people who've seen more. You know, I'm not that old, but. So the, the, the things that I've witnessed now and the things that are happening now, people losing their jobs or it's hard to get even raises. You can't even get a raise for years and people working in the same position. And, you know, it took it took furlough for people. You know, furlough is still, it's still, not, it's still not enough money. It's still not enough. But it took people to be on furlough because some people don't even have breaks, don't even have vacations from their jobs or can't afford to take off. And it, it took- I know so many yes.
0: people that- I haven't had vacation in like 10 years.
1: Yeah. And until furlough, they have their vacation, right? Because a furlough happened. They had to take off work and they never had a break, you know? And it took something like that. That is exhausting. It's yeah. terrible. You know? Like, it's
0: terrible, actually. Um, but yeah, like, I, I absolutely agree. What's what's happening right now is um, it's terrible turmoil. One thing I will say for everyone that can hear me is um, there will always be people always be people whoever they are i i don't necessarily know and i don't need to know the point is there will always be people who will try to take advantage of Of whatever the present situation is of course and like usually they try to somehow set people against one another one thing i would i will tell you right now no matter what your political views are no matter what your religious views are what your other views are what you believe in what you stand for there's one thing that is common for all of us and that we need to remember no matter what happens and hold on to it, hold on to each other.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: No matter how different you are, do not set, like do not let anybody, any piece of information out there to set you against a specific group of people. Because whoever is trying to achieve that effect, they're uh, pursuing their own agenda. The moment that you allow it, you become a pawn in, that, in their game. Mm-hmm. You will get used. And in the end of the day, we are all in this together, we're all one. And when some of us get hurt, all of us get hurt.
1: Yes, yes.
0: We, we, uh, we need to understand that we are a team. We are in this boat together. We must not be like rocking it because we will all f- like fall in the water if it turns over, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't care what false flags are showing up out there. We must think for ourselves. Like we, we, we do have an opportunity to think for, for ourselves. Like if you allow anybody To say something to you that's going to change how you feel about your neighbors, then you're lost in the game. I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah. Like you're losing the game because your job is to make sure that, like there's this really beautiful Chinese proverb, however strongly the wind blows, the mountains shall not bow to it. Yeah. Yeah be that mountain, do not bow to the wind that blows at you, mm-hmm. like, I've been seeing some, you know, like, people kind of um, getting affected by everything that's been happening, and all I've been saying to everyone is, like, stay above it, stay above it, do not allow it, do not allow it to alter the wave. I even wrote the Uh, poem about it back in June when we had all those uh, protests and um, stuff like peaceful protests going on and well some peaceful some not really peaceful you know like we had some rioting and looting going on in LA as well Um, because uh, some people felt so patriotic and uh, you know like they, they just decided to, like, break into some Louis Vuitton stores because nothing says patriotism more than a new Louis Vuitton bag, apparently. <laughs> um, so, um, there's that. But there, like, a, lot, a lot of the time, you know, like, I was, like, you know, participating in some of that. Like, I, I went to some of the peaceful protests and stuff like that um, because uh, I do... I do see like a lot of like sides to it. Yeah, of course, there are people who are using it to their advantage, you know, like to manipulate the masses, whatever. But the fact of the matter is that the masses, the people, us, we, the people, Mm -hmm. we did come together. If you look at it from a positive standpoint, we did all unite, we did all come together. We peacefully marched together, united by the same ideas. There was a lot of love in that crowd. I I was blessed to be a part of, like, the, the actual peaceful uh, procession. So, I, f- like, and, and I'm an empath. I feel energies, like, like, I, I really feel them. You know, like, I feel people's energy. Sometimes I can feel, like, like, I meet new person and they carry a lot of, if they carry a lot of pain and if I get a feel of their energy, I almost feel like I want to start crying and I don't understand why. Like, it's confusing to me. And then I start kind of catching on like, oh, shit, like I'm feeling that person's emotions. You know, like it's, it's weird because like we're all vibrations So some of us like receptive to it and open to feel those things so we can literally feel for each other that's the nature of compassion right Mm -hmm. so when i was uh, walking with that crowd i felt an overwhelming beautiful feeling of love i felt like i was filled with rose petals i don't know how to explain It was it was soft cushy feeling inside very warm very like beautiful um pleasant, because the people came together, united by the right ideas, to yeah. support each other. And that was beautiful. Yeah. And, and, and I was like, you know what? In the end of the day, this gives me hope. This shows me our unity, our support for one another, our brotherhood and our sisterhood.
1: You know, like, us humans being together. Yeah. And all the human race. Yeah. yeah. You know, because now it's, like, you know, a lot of people, we're all immigrants. We all come from different places. We all come from different backgrounds. We all come from different colors. And... You know, it's just, it's just sad what's happening because this, you know, people come here because of the diversity. People come to America because they want an opportunity. People come to America because they want, they don't want to be judged. And we're just turning back of what America stands for, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, um, I do, I do feel like people are being triggered and manipulated to feel a certain way, um, by the media, um. Because it's actually not so hard to turn people against one another. That's why I say that like, it's our responsibility not to allow it. It's our responsibility. Because like, we cannot control what is being said to us. We can only control how we react to it.
1: Yeah, that's true. So I actually wrote um,
0: a poem. And uh, I let me see if I can... Uh, yeah, please read it, yes. If I can maybe read it to you. Yes. Right now. Let me see. Okay. So I wrote it. What day was it? On June 1st. Um, I called it We Are One. I saw a dream about a war. More like a nightmare. Made me cry. There is an evil at our door. Dark clouds are covering the sky The storm is starting, can you hear? The thunder beats an ancient drum What we've been waiting for is near Get up, gear up, the time has come It's time to really hold our hands Don't break a chain of human hearts The one is strong who understands That we are weak when we're apart Avoid the trap, say no to lies Manipulators spread around see past illusions and disguise no we are one and stand your ground together standing side by side no matter what is said and done do not allow them to divide you and your brothers we are one our loving hearts are colorblind we see each other with our souls our paths and destinies aligned we're one we're family we're whole
1: Wow. wow. And this, um, this
0: poem is dedicated to humanity in all its shapes and all its colors and all its genders and all its races. Everybody. When I say we, I'm talking about every single last human being alive. Yeah. That's who we are that's us. And we choose to like, like you said, we choose to live in this country because of its diversity. Mm-hmm. This is the country of immigrants. This is this is the land of the immigrants. And we are here from we represent every single uh, other country of the world. Yeah. There's literally people here from every part of the world, however big or, big or small. And I've, I've traveled the world, I've been to a lot of places, and I meet people here that I can tell them, I've been to your country of origin, you know, and, and it's beautiful to me that we all meet up here. And so it's up to us, it's up to us how we're going to perceive our society, because we are the society. We can be told all kinds of things we can be provoked we can be triggered and all those things work Don't get me wrong. We are psychological beings like if you if you know psychology and there are people who are great at manipulating the kind of reactions from Either individuals or small groups or large groups of people um, Like there are people who are really great at getting the kind of reaction that they need from you in like basically herding people like when i say herding i mean h-e-r-d a herd like like a shepherd dog herds a bunch of sheep you know Mm -hmm. like back into the stable yeah um but we are not sheep though we are people we have our you know intelligence we have our empathy our emotional intelligence we have our um uh, spirituality we have all kinds of tools at our um, at our hands you know that we can use to stay afloat through this and we have to stay together we cannot allow anything to divide us no. we, we just can't because if we're gonna start fighting each other uh, over over nothing basically that's that's where that's where we that's where our downfall is.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, we have a lot in this country we have a lot to learn. A lot of people have a lot to learn and a lot of people a lot of people um like you know now i used to live in new york city i live in the midwest a lot of people haven't haven't been exposed to different cultures different diversities so it's kind of new and scary for them but i just think people just need to be more accepting and just know that everyone has a struggle white black col- every every color in, in in the world like everyone has a struggle and everyone has just to know that we all are in this together we all live in this planet
0: absolutely Earth together, you know? and, and- in the end of the day, you know, I think it's pretty obvious, you know, like if, if, if you're an intelligent person, it's pretty obvious that, like, there is no such thing as, like, one group of people prevailing over another. Like, everybody is unique and precious and beautiful and important equally. And, like, we just, we just need to know that for ourselves and spread it among the people that we know. Like the the unity that we that I witnessed when I went on those uh, peaceful protests that really gave me hope like you would love it there like it was so beautiful like to see people like love each other unconditionally a bunch of strangers. A bunch of strangers walked together, singing songs. You know, like uh, chanting something. You know, like uh, some people were laughing, some people were playing music. I don't know. It was it was awesome, and they were all absolutely different. You know, and 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 that's that's what we should aim for. We should just you know whenever like we are facing potential division, we just need to stick closer together.
1: Yeah. You're absolutely right about that tatiana wow wow this is yeah. uh, this is like our i think our deepest talk ever and you know i love it i love it i love it because we you know you know this everything seems so obsolete movies you know everything from theaters of course your work on superhero beatdown everything that seems minute until what's happening in the world now but you know it's it's great that you know, people get to know your insights and know, you know, that, oh, she just doesn't act. You know, she, you know, she knows about what's going on in the world. You know, we're, we all are informed. We all get information. We all are knowledgeable. And, you know, I appreciate you being open and honest about this.
0: It's, yeah, it's, it's out there. There are actually accounts. There are people who dedicate like a good amount of their lives posting about stuff. And, um, like I, uh like to follow a lot of those accounts and they post like a lot of interesting information and um it's 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 important to stay afloat with that stuff like i just i said it before i'll say it again do not rely on the news to tell you the truth somebody owns the news do not rely on any given source of information do not rely on my words for all i care get out there start doing your research start looking for things observe without judgment if you can as much as possible because you will hear so much uh controversial information some people will say this person is awesome some people say this person is terrible and you will not know what to believe so you need to keep researching because after a while you will collect enough information to form an opinion of your own yeah. It's, a, it's about collecting critical mass of information. And for that, yes, unfortunately, it's going to be some work. It's going to take your time. Yes, it's, it's going to be emotional. I was depressed mm-hmm. during a big chunk of this pandemic because I started watching all of those documentaries. And a lot of the stuff that I discovered in those documentaries was shocking. It was humanly impossible for me not to get my heart racing i had a severe like emotional reaction to it
1: mm-hmm.
0: because i i i discovered more information about like child trafficking and stuff yeah how how can you not be moved by that yeah like we're talking about child trafficking on a global level multi-billion dollar business
1: yeah
0: (laughs) and i heard a little (sighs) bit about it before like years ago and i know that human trafficking is a thing i know that because i have a feeling i mean i never like thank god i never got to uh check but i think there was a couple of situations in my life back when i still um Uh, before I came to the United States where I have a feeling that what I avoided was potentially a couple of attempts to traffic me. I got out of a couple of situations where it felt weird and dangerous to me, so I escaped and uh, I helped my friend escape as well. Um, And later on, I was like questioning, like, what would it, Would have happened if I didn't take action on getting us out of it. Like, we were at the club, and basically, there were people who were trying to, like, they were waiting for us on the exit when we were trying to leave. And I had a very strong, my intuition was going off. Like, I had a very strong feeling that if we're gonna go out that door, our lives are gonna dramatically change and not for the better. Like, I just. I knew that, like, we need, I need to do something to get us out of here safely, so I basically, and I was, like, so young back then, like, I, like, my friend was actually older than me, Um, but she didn't know what to do either, because, you know, sometimes it's not even about how old you are, sometimes you just don't know what to do in the situation, and I went to, uh, I, I, I went to the, I got to, um, Um, talk to the head of security of this club and I I pointed out those gentlemen to him and I was like there I should probably be calling them gentlemen (laughs) men dangerous looking men to him that were obviously standing there waiting for us and I was like please help us he's like oh my god like how did you get yourself in that mess he like one look because he was, like, an older guy, like, and he's, like, you know, like, either mid-30s or 40s or something. Like, he basically, he's seen life by then, you know, like, he knew what was happening. You know, like, he was, like, like at least twice our age. So he was, like, oh, man, like, what, how did you get yourself in this mess? So he was, like, okay, follow me. And he scolded us a little bit. And we were, like, we didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were just here. And they, they just, you know, like,
1: started tailing us. and he was like oh okay like uh, so he
0: let us out of that place through the back door and i as a kid i used to play war so like i kind of like knew a a little bit about like tactical movement when you go like from one cover to another in small you know um kind of like small covering small distances at, at the time so i knew like how to get away from you know like potential danger and um how to do it discreetly. So I basically like led and my friend followed and I led us out to the street where I felt like we were somewhat safe, but we didn't feel safe until we came home. But no. my point is basically that was like only one of the situations. And it happened like a couple of times to me where I have a feeling that the intention could have been potentially to to traffic me. Mm-hmm. And I always, my intuition always went off uh, when there was something shady going on. And uh, I I just got out of those situations. Like, I avoided going to this, like, big political event one time. Like, I was uh, getting hired as a model to go to this, like, huge event, you know, like, and everybody, like, was dreaming about going there because everybody who's anybody in Russia was there. Well, guess what? I declined this opportunity even though I was selected for it and it was a lot of money and it was very prestigious and it like literally people were like thinking that oh it could change your entire life because the people that you are gonna meet there like they can change your life forever in an instant and I had a feeling that it might not be a good change <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I kind of like as tempting as it was. It was so tempting. I can't even tell you. And of course, I needed that money. And I was like, my intuition was like, girl. I said right. what I said. You heard me. <laughs> right. You
1: had you had a deep down in your gut like something's not right girl, here. Don't go there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, my intuition was like, girl, don't go there. <laughs> I said it. I'm like, okay, fine. So I wouldn't go, and then I was like wondering, like, oh, maybe I should have gone, maybe it was the stupidest decision of my life, you know, like, maybe I would have been, uh, you know, would have won the lottery by now if I if I went there. Wow. Next year, I ran into two girls uh, from Ukraine that went to the same event, and we were working a modeling job together, and we start talking about this stuff, and they're like, oh, we went to this event last year. And I was like, oh my God, I was supposed to be there, how was it? They're like, well... Everybody got really drunk and started like you know behaving in a way that made us feel uncomfortable. So we decided to leave the party early, uh, like there was like an after party. And so they're like, we left early, you know, like because we did not feel safe. So they went to their uh, hotel room and locked the door. And uh, in a, like a couple of like about an hour later, some uh, drunk man went to that door. That they couldn't identify and start like banging on and saying "bitches, open the door," oh. uh, trying to break in. So they actually went to the bathroom, locked that door as well, and they spent the night sitting in the
1: bathtub together. Oh shit!
0: Like wrapped wrapped in a
1: blanket. Oh my god. That's how they spend their night. Because they were
0: terrified. They were scared because they were not sure if those people will have the key to their hotel room. And they uh, locked that little, you know, like not the chain, but like what do you call that thing? You know, like safety thing. Yeah, like, the,
1: um, like a latch. Yeah, like, you know, like in the hotel room, like you have like a little. yeah, a latch. Uh, inside you have. Yeah. Yeah, kind
0: of like a chain, you know, yeah.
1: uh, that you put on a do- door chain. And um,
0: they they locked everything that they could. And they were just sitting there and praying. And I was like, holy mother of God, that's the event that I was going to go to.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> you see, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Uh, there was, like, a few situations like that. So, I'm always wondering, like, what would have happened if I didn't listen to my intuition and I went? Yeah. Like, you never know. It can end pretty badly sometimes.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wow.
0: But because of all that, like, I like i i i'm not one of those people who are like ah it's all conspiracy theories i'm like okay um for example if you have children and you brush it off as a conspiracy theory you put yourself on a group of risk because you're not going to take the necessary precautions to keep them safe
1: Mm-hmm. You're right.
0: because it's a thing it's a real thing it's happening out there like you hear stories about Uh, I just uh, posted a story another day about a 15-year-old boy who chased after a car for like 15 minutes, I don't remember, like 10 minutes or something, on his bike, because he saw those people uh, kidnap a little girl, well, and he didn't even know the girl, he didn't even know the girl, but he chased after them, and they basically ended up uh, releasing the girl, giving her up, and so he he saved her like I saw like videos online of like older kids like saving like younger kids from being kidnapped and stuff like that it's a thing it's happening whether or not you want to look at it whether or not you want to hear about it whether or not you want to believe in it it's out there it's been out there for a while it's been happening. And maybe if we didn't look another way, it wouldn't be happening as much. Maybe we need to take precautions to stop it from happening. Maybe we need to be ready for this kind of stuff. And maybe we need to treat every child as our own. I don't have children. But if I will see a little girl or a little boy getting kidnapped by someone in a bright day right in front of me, I will lay my life to get that kid. Yeah. I will fight for that kid as, a, as if it's mine. Yeah, it's... Like if I if I have to I will I will bite that person and the throat like a <laughs> like a like a dog. And, and, and will not let go until I'm dead.
1: Yeah. You do some walking dead you know? shit on them, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, so you do some walking no, I mean, dead shit on them. Like you just bite their neck off like a we, zombie. We, yeah.
0: we need to stick up for each other. Yeah. We, we do. need to stick up for each other because sometimes like if you don't that's a life right there. I um had a story happen to me um a couple of years ago, um, I, I was coming back home from somewhere, and I was about to park my car, and all of a sudden I heard a woman, a woman screaming, like she's getting killed, uh, right where the elevator is. So, and I'm, and I haven't even parked my car properly yet. So, what I was told to do in this type of situation is to get out of there because it's not safe. Obviously, something's happening. To get out of there, get to safety outside and call the cops and maybe it's a you know smarter thing to do you know like out of the you know for the reasons of self-preservation but i've been in dangerous situations before where i was the woman screaming and guess what i could only pray that when i scream somebody does something
1: yeah somebody comes and helps you okay yeah
0: so my question was like okay and like when i I got hit by a good injection of adrenaline my brain was like okay danger <laughs> it reacted i got i got a boost of adrenaline and so i started thinking really fast and within like maybe less than a second i, I just imagined like several different scenarios like how long is it going to take me to you know like get to safety call the cops wait for them to come over how long does it take to kill a woman Oh, yeah. much less than what I imagined would take me to get help mm-hmm. so I'm like okay how long would it take me to get in there and change the odds enough time because like she's still screaming that means that she's still alive that's good you know oh, yeah. if I if I would have done it the right way like the right way and I'm quote-unquote you know um. um like, if she was getting murdered, killed, robbed, um, knocked out, um, I don't know, like, harmed in any way, I would have given them enough time to do whatever they were doing to her. So I was like, okay, how do I change the odds right away? I need to get in there. I don't know what she's facing in there, but dealing with two women is a lot harder than dealing with one.
1: <laughs> yep. That much I know <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I decided you know what screw it, maybe it's just my time to go um,
1: yeah. <laughs> <so> <laughs> And obviously that strategy is not gonna work for everybody
0: because you know, like I I don't have a family at home to get back to Maybe yeah. I would have thought differently if I had somebody waiting for me, you know, like my kid if I had a kid for example Maybe I would have chosen another way like I, I'm i not saying that this is a better way to do it than somebody else would have handled it, but that's the way I handled it, so I just, I left my car right in the middle, like, I didn't know to park it, you know, and I just ran in there, opened the door, and I saw a man and a woman, uh, kind of, like, almost wrestling, they were, like, they were, like, struggling, they, they were holding each other's hair and clothes, and they were, like, kind of, like, bent and they were like just like struggling trying to overpower each other kind of like wrestling mm. and i just yelled at them i said like let go of each other or i'm gonna you know call the cops."
1: <laughs> mm. and
0: so i had to yell at them a couple of times so the guy lets go of a woman and at this point like i i saw like okay so not to be a sexist or anything but when i see something like this mm-hmm. i divided 60 40 uh where i assign 60% of responsibility to a guy because a guy to me is a bigger threat and I cannot underestimate it. He's bigger, he's stronger. If he's the problem, he's going to be a lot harder to neutralize than if a woman is a problem. If a woman is a problem, I alone can handle her probably. You know, if a guy is a problem, like two of us might not be enough. You know what I'm saying? So I have to be careful. So I cannot underestimate anybody Which is why I never assume that hundred percent It's the guy's fault because I know there's a lot of situations where women are aggressors actually Mm -hmm. Which uh, a lot of people don't talk about but like sometimes in domestic violence cases It's the woman that's the aggressor. So you have to be careful. You have to like leave that Possibility you have to like divide the odds somewhat and I'm not saying that it's fair because obviously I'm assuming, you know, like I'm I'm cre I'm, I'm making like an assumption, an estimate, but I'm making the kind of estimate that is leaving me more chances for survival, in case if I'm wrong, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so the moment that the guy let go lets go of her and he he's like standing there and like not doing anything, but she's still holding him. So I'm like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you think you think I'm your ally you think I'm here to like help you beat up that man like I mean I I don't have any beef with him I want both of you to stop fighting yeah both I don't care about the gender Yep. I don't discriminate. <laughs> if, if
1: you want to go to jail, you're going to go to jail. Yep. You know, like, I don't care. Yeah, just to fight like, itself. Just stop he, fighting. <laughs> he
0: st- yeah, he, he stopped fighting and now you need to stop. She's like, oh, okay. Like, once I said that, she lets go of him, too. I'm like, now go to, like, you know, like, I don't want to see you go in the same direction. I need you I need you guys to just, like, break it off and, like, go in separate directions. And that's why I was, like, like, yelling at them like they were, like, kids or something. You know, like... That's what it took. So they basically like broke it off, like went in separate directions, and uh, and I went back to my car after they were gone, and uh, you know like parked it, and I was like, "What the heck just happened?" <laughs> what just happened? I, I was so like high on adrenaline, but that like made me like realize a couple of things. Um, one is that sometimes we need to take action and not rely on somebody else to do it for us especially now with all this bs excuse me for like with with defunding the police are you kidding me
1: yeah Yeah.
0: are you kidding me when we need police more than we ever needed the police now we're gonna defund the police Are, are we seriously going to get rid of the only ways for people to make money like get rid of the uber when when we need it the most and defend the police when we need it the most
1: mm-hmm.
0: like is it not obvious what's going on in the world there's been a bunch of like riots and looting and all kinds of stuff yeah. people were fighting over toilet paper for god's sake <laughs>
1: yeah it's hand sanitizer you're right i forgot about that and hand sanitizer.
0: <laughs> they, were, they were like at each other's throats over toilet paper yeah and now they're sitting in their apartments Surrounded by toilet paper.
1: Yeah. I don't know how, about, you know how about, I don't know how's the Walmart by you, but they stop selling like water to refill for the gallons i don't know if that's in california but like you know when you have a gallon water you want to replace it like refill the water there they don't they don't have they don't have any water to refill it now so it's just kind of weird i was like what's going on here now there's no water there's
0: a lot of weird stuff that's going on um i i had like several unsuccessful attempts to buy quarters at ralph's or other stores it's like i'm not sure where to get quarters because while they're like oh we're experiencing a shortage no, you're not.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just want to give it up. No, you're
0: not. There's never been a shortage before. We had enough quarters, you know, like just like circulating in the system. The only reason the shortage could happen is if you are collecting them with, and not releasing them. And just, you know, probably repurposing that metal. Yeah. Um, so what's going on? How am I supposed to... You know, like how is it supposed to like deal with uh, quarter parking lot, uh, uh parking spots, or uh, a lot of people depend on those quarters to do the laundry. Yep, that's true. So, what do we do about that? Oh, it's okay. Yep. Like, cause like th- th- thats still a thing. We still have lives. We
1: mm-hmm. still have
0: lives as human beings yep. in this country. So, like, what what are you guys doing? Um, there's a lot of things that are happening that are highly Disturbing and suspicious, but one thing I will tell you for sure is that one time recently um, I was coming back from set with my makeup artist and we're driving on the freeway um, At night like about I think it was like about eight o'clock at night. It was already just got dark basically and you would not believe we see a car parked on uh, one of the major freeways of Los Angeles like right on the side and it's completely taken by fire just no. like in the movies like in action films it's standing there it looks like it exploded and it's completely taken by fire and we're on the freeway so we didn't get a chance to like you know like a stop and check i wanted to see if there was a person in there but i i didn't see anybody as we were passing by and i was like oh my god Oh my god and I'm sure like maybe somebody already tried calling the 911 but I was like but I cannot rely on it because like what if nobody didn't what if everybody sometimes everybody says I'm sure somebody else did it
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true yeah I'm sure somebody called oh, don't there's worry so about many it people yeah. are,
0: I'm sure somebody else did it well guess what if if you are dying if you're in trouble would you rather that people said I'm sure somebody else did it or would you rather that 911 got 15 20 calls yep and have like yes it's maybe a little bit annoying about the same case. But if you're dying, you would rather have more calls than less calls, right?
1: Yes. And then you have like okay. five different police cars over there or whatever the hell, you know? Exactly.
0: So, so I, I wanted to make sure that, like, I don't know if somebody else did it or not. I'm going to
1: call. Yep. I was on hold calling back uh, for 45 minutes before I gave up. Oh, my God. 45 minutes.
0: So my suggestion right now is do not get in trouble because I this was not my first time calling 911 because I live in the kind of a fun neighborhood like I live in uh, uh on the border of Hollywood and West Hollywood and these neighborhoods are both like kind of like interesting let's just put it this way like hollywood boulevard is uh an interesting place where a lot of interesting things happen alone just that and like hollywood in general like one of my previous apartments i had a shootout outside of my apartment there were bullet holes
1: next to like a few feet from my windows and i was at home oh my god like literally bullet hole hole
0: was next to my window and i was at home so like i'm Yes, I'm lucky to be alive. There was like a bunch of situations in my life that could have prevented this interview from happening.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh man! <laughs> so, thank God it did it. But, oh man! <laughs> but yeah, yeah
0: like I, I, just want to say thank you to my guardian angels, uh, my ancestors, my spirit guides, you know, whoever is guiding and protecting me. Thank you from the bottom of my heart because I'm still around to tell my story.
1: Yeah.
0: And like, let's just say, like. Interesting things happen, so it's a little bit disturbing, you know, like when 911 uh, does more because I actually called 911 for other people before because there were like people, like, I would sometimes hear somebody, you know, um, harassing somebody on the street. Or that one time I uh saw a guy who was high out of his mind, wondering the streets, he was like, hi, and I think he got like. Shocked with like electricity or something, that's what he kept saying. That he got shocked with electricity, but he was basically high out of his mind only with his like underwear and like a wife beater shirt on, (laughs) barefoot, walking around the street like he could have gotten hit by a car. And uh, it it was pretty crazy. And so, I yeah, I called 911 for this fella, and he was like freaking out. And his whoever his friends were that he was uh, getting high with, guess what? They abandoned him. They just wow. left him like, wandering like that. Wow. He could have died. So I, I called nine one one before, and usually they reacted really fast, and they were like on call. They were, you know, like they were there within like a short short periods of times. You know, like I called people nine one one for. um Traffic accidents, there were people who were in traffic, severe traffic accidents, like next to where I lived uh, um, for harassment. You know, like some people were getting harassed, and, and they were always there within like five to ten minutes, you know, like really fast, okay? I have to say. And they were always conducting their business like really nicely. Like, I had good experience i had a lot of good experiences with cops really like a lot of a lot of good experiences like where they were like you know fast on their stuff and um uh, i i do feel gratitude um however i did hear stories about a lot of like my friends who had let's just say not good experiences and for no respectable reason, like they should not have been treated the way they were treated. So it happens because no matter what the profession is, it's humans that are involved in that profession and not all humans are, you know, conducting their business in the respectable, honorable ways. So what I think needs to happen is definitely not defunding the police. If there is a problem with the behavior if there's a law being banned or or broken what needs to happen is internal affairs need to look into all of those cases Mm -hmm. it's not defunding the police that needs to happen fund the internal affairs give them some money (laughs) to go on the wild spree on a little witch hunt that's what needs to happen you need to find people who are breaking the law no matter whether they have the badge or not Nobody should be above the law, not even the cops. Yeah. In fact, as upholders of the law, they should be first ones to be a sub subjected to the law. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they, they need to set the example for the rest of us because they uphold the law. If you think about it, they, they preserve it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what needs to happen is like defining the police is the stupidest idea ever. Unless somebody's benefiting from it, then they're doing it right. <laughs> 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 then they're succeeding, you know, yeah. but it's kind of like some super villain stuff is going on, you know, because yeah. like we need the police right now more than ever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. get their funding back is what I'm saying. Get their funding back. Uh, just clean it up, clean up, clean clean up the act, uh, they need to be doing things according to law and you know the right way um, no question about it absolutely human rights need to be respected and preserved um, during all of the police activity Um, obviously i don't I'm, I'm surprised that we have to even say it out loud like should be should be kind of like an obvious thing but whatever yeah. but reducing the numbers of the policemen that are you know serving the society is not is not where it's at i'm sorry i'm not supporting that idea not for a second yeah not for a second so like a lot of times they are the only thing that stands between us
1: and death (laughs) yeah and yeah and situations that are of crisis you're absolutely right yeah you know exactly
0: so so why would we remove that obstacle? Like do we want to die? Like I didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh.
0: like, <laughs> did our strategy change? <laughs> you um. know, like, I still I still want to live. <laughs> yep.
1: Right? Don't we all <laughs> I don't know,
0: like what's trending out
1: there? <laughs> oh man. This is as deep, you know as what deep. I'm yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs>
0: Yeah so um somebody told me that like right now maybe if something is happening like maybe it's a better idea to call like directly to like fire department or something yeah. for help uh in case if like the in case of like the um, 911 line can be overwhelmed yeah. like because I'm telling you like 45 minutes it took me before I gave up i was like this is just not working
1: yeah it's 911 when you call one, it's whoever gets the luck of the draw sometimes it could be the emt or there before the cops or the fire department it all depends you know
0: yeah uh. yeah so like there's a lot of craziness going on but um right now is a the best time to work on uh healthy practices like You got to be as healthy and alert and focused and calm as possible. So whatever you do, like make sure to control your stress levels. Um, You can control them on like several different levels. Uh, You can control them mentally. Um, There are mental exercises that you can do to control your Uh, Anxiety levels and control your stress levels. Like for example, if you feel like uh, Anxiety is taking over you first thing that you do you pause you take a deep breath You hold it for four seconds you release you take another one hold for four seconds release it slowly and then you do it Several times you oxygenate the body and you disrupt the pattern and meanwhile while you're doing that you count backwards Mm-hmm. the least you can do is start, you can start with 5 4 3 2 1 then you can go 10 9 8 7 6 5 4 3 two, 1 why do you count backwards while breathing mm-hmm. when you oxygenate the body you, you relax your systems you put your body at ease and you change your thinking pattern with counting backwards because to count backwards it takes focus it, mm-hmm. so it takes away your focus from whatever other things that you're doing and thinking and puts it right on those numbers yeah. and while that's happening your chemical um, your chemical state of your body changes because your brain is releasing different you know like when you, when you anxiety comes over you like your brain is releasing um, the hormones to support the state of anxiety because that's what it does because uh your nervous system is supposed to communicate to the rest of your body like what are we going through you know it's a communication uh device of sorts and so what's important to do is when you start stressing out you need to send a different signal even if you do it consciously you can trick your body into feeling better and all you need to do is feel a little bit better you know, and then a little more, and then a little more, and then you can, you know, climb out of the, whatever the, ra- the, the rod you're in, uh, because when you're in a state of fear, anxiety, stress, it paralyzes you, you're not able to, uh, make decisions, you don't trust yourself, you're freaking out, you're panicking, um, it freezes you, literally, quite literally sometimes, so you're, Survival depends on your ability to make decisions and to act. And so, like, to get yourself there, you need to do those exercises. Uh, Look up more. Definitely stay hydrated, for sure. Um, Reduce the amount of toxins that you put into your body right now. If you're a smoker, try to quit. Now would be a good time to quit. Last thing that you want is to be dealing with cravings for a cigarette, if stuff is gonna be unavailable. I used to smoke, I know what it feels like, I will tell you right now, it does not help with anything. People think, oh, it helps me with my stress. No, it doesn't. It takes your attention away, but it doesn't really help because you replace one stress with another. Mm -hmm. You replace one toxin with another. It doesn't help. Uh, I know all of those excuses. I used to
1: use them myself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I, I just strongly suggest if
0: uh, Like whatever the substances that you're using like right now I know it's it's tempting to run away from reality to drink some alcohol and like forget what's going on Well, we are not fast enough to run away from them now
1: mm-hmm.
0: We're in it yeah. We have to deal with it so try to not put toxins into your body you are already dealing with a lot stress in itself the reason why people say stress kills why do you think that is because stress is actually toxic physically toxic because of the brain producing those hormones you know like and your body is constantly you know like dealing with them of course it's toxic you know all kinds of all kinds of dysfunctions bodily dysfunctions can manifest that's uh, from stress that's how they start so that's why it's so important to like look into meditations look into chanting journaling praying um listen to like on youtube you can find healing music um there is a different frequency music like some of them f- uh, are for uh, relaxing and uh, you know like finding a peace you know like that stuff actually helps it actually does work um try to try to like research uh, stress um um relief methods online literally like type it in google it and do those exercises, do those things, take those steps because we need to be at our sharpest right now, we need to be at our calmest um we need to be ready to deal with life um, on the you know at the be- at at the best level
1: that we can yeah well, tatiana, winding down um What's next for you? Like, do you have any upcoming projects coming up or is it still on a standstill?
0: I do actually, um, I'm an, uh, I play the lead in this action film where I play uh, Russian Spetsna's woman and uh, one of the, you know, rays of light during this uh, whole situation was uh, filming this project and yes, things got a little more complicated on sets because we have to like follow the ball all this protocols you know like with all the safety precautions and everything but like we had to like all get tested and we have to like you know wear masks and stuff and you know like all all those all those things you know like that you have to all those rules that you have to follow but it still you know doesn't cancel the fact that it's fun it's interesting and we are getting closer and closer to finishing that project that is really amazing it's not an easy task to uh, you know to film a feature film and uh one of the most exciting things about this project is um cynthia Rothrock, the lady dragon yes. is uh playing one of the principal roles in it she's a guest star in the project and everybody in it is geeking out big time because if you do know who cynthia Rothrock course, is she's yes. She's literally a legend a of legend. martial arts cinema. Yeah. Like, we're talking about standing in the same row with Bruce Lee, Jet yeah. Li, Jackie Chan, Donnie Yen, uh, yeah. Mahon, and yeah. then there's Cynthia. Yeah. Like, there's, like, only a few ladies that are really, really like, prominent in this uh, industry. And among them, Cynthia Rothrop, Michelle Yu, you know, like, there's not a lot of, like, women who are, um, who who made such a name for uh themselves and uh cynthia is just this magnificent amazing goddess of a woman Mm -hmm. who uh i have so much respect for her she's an amazing inspiration i'm speechless i i literally can't even tell you what it means to all of us to work with her like it's amazing yeah um really honored and i just uh did another project um where i got to work with uh some of my, you know, like favorite actors, like one of which uh, is like pretty, pretty much everybody's favorite, Mike, Michael Michael Yes. Uh, from Kill Bill,
1: mm-hmm.
0: amazing guy, amazing, amazing gentleman, like really talented and amazing to work with. Uh, also, Costas uh, Mandelar and um, Johnny Messner were in it. Um, I'm sure you've seen them uh, in a bunch of stuff before.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, it was quite a treat to work with these people um, as well as my amazing um, scene partner, my, my co-star Damian Raven, who is an Amy nominee this year. Huge congratulations to him. Uh, So proud of him and so well-deserved. He's extremely talented and so, so easy to work with. We, you know, we have this, like, really good energy on set. Um, just this whole project, you know, like, the people that I got to work with were really amazing. And um, there were, like, a few other, like, prominent names attached to this one. So, like, really happy that this year I got to work with some awesome, awesome people. And um about to go
1: shoot another project where I'm uh, going to reprise the role of Black Widow. Oh, nice! Yes, there's something awesome that's being cooked up quietly. Uh, <laughs> for now, um, uh, can't say too so much. There's, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah, there's some some cool stuff going on, and
0: I'm very very excited. I'm glad that I booked those productions before the pandemic started because obviously everything became a little bit more difficult in the industry.
1: Yeah, and um. My final question for you is: What would the Tatiana of today tell the Tatiana of yesterday? Of yesterday? Yep.
0: Get some sleep, girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, stop watching the boys. You go. You go watch it in the morning.
0: <laughs> yeah, like so, stop it. Like you can watch the boys tomorrow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be on there forever. So you have plenty of time to catch up on that.
0: Exactly. You know. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see it, but um, like. I, I still I'm still like shocked by how violent this move like this project is. It's like they are they just like shocking you. Like everything is so exaggerated. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't know. It's just it's really it's 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 drastic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Drastic is the word that I've been looking for. I'm like wow, that's like. Everything is so over-exaggerated in it that I think that's what makes it so popular because they, like, it's kind of like a parody on everything that's going on. It's like, yeah. okay, let's see it for what it is, you know? And I'm like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense.
1: <laughs> um, Tatiana, p- promote your social media, promote um, where people could find you, see your work, p- promote everything.
0: Uh, Look up Tatiana Neva on social media, T-A-T-I-A-N-A, and Neva is spelled, just four letters, uh, N-E-V-A. Yeah, like, look up Tatiana Neva and you should be able to find me. And if you didn't, then it's on me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Tatiana, thank you so much. I enjoyed our conversation. It's been long overdue. It's been a couple of years overdue and I hope to get you sooner than later and best wishes to you and be safe out there and just take care of yourself. And I hope to see you in, in more upcoming projects.
0: hundred percent. Thank you so much for having me
1: and I hope I every-
0: have a stay blessed and, uh, stay positive that's that's all we can do right now
1: yes and i hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices have a good one folks